Welcome into another episode of Mid-Michigan Matters. This podcast is designed to go behind the scenes at what our local nonprofit organizations are doing in our community. And now, here's your host, Chris Spockman. It is more Mid-Michigan Matters talking Rotary Radio Auction. I've got Jenny and Jennifer here with me from the Rotary Club and from ICCU and my Michigan Medical Center, I should say. October 22nd through the 24th is this year's auction. It kind of always opens up on a Sunday at noon and goes till Tuesday night after we get off the airwaves on my 104.3. And we kind of talked about it before, Jenny and Jennifer, Jennifer Marar, Jenny Hoyle, I guess you should make, get that correct as well. But all the things the Rotary does in the community. And you just kind of brought up something that we didn't talk about last time, Jenny, with Rotaract and Interact and how that helps with polio. Talk about that a little bit. Sure. Well, um, Rotary isn't just for adults, so we have a lot of young people that are part of Rotary, whether it be through Youth Exchange that Jennifer will probably talk about in a little while, or um, or Rotaract and Interact. And Rotaract is our a club at CMU. It's a student club where they participate in the th- in the same things that make Rotary great in terms of. Uh, cultural understanding and peacemaking and uh, polio eradication around the world is one of our big things. And then the Interact Club is at the high school. And one of the things they'll do for fundraisers is they'll raise funds for polio eradication. And if you don't know, Rotary is one of the big reasons that we've all almost been able to get rid of it from the face of the earth. And we're still, we're not giving up till that happens 100%. And uh, anyway, the students will have a purple pinky day. And so they'll get some purple purple nail polish and for a donation of a dollar or two somebody will get their fingernail their pinky fingernail painted purple and um, the reason they do that is because overseas uh, in especially in third, third world nations when they're doing polio vaccinations um, they will color a child's or a baby's finger purple so that they know which children have been vaccinated for polio and which ones haven't yeah, and like I said, there's so much more that you guys do in the community. If you missed it last time on the podcast that we had, there's more that you can hear there. Another big thing you guys do is the beef dinner every year that raises money uh, for you guys. And, you know, you two specifically, and we'll start with you, uh, Jennifer, on this one. Why are you in the Rotary Club? Well, I think there's two parts to that question. Part one is why are you in it? And part two is why do you stay? So why am I in it? Because um, Rotary is a great way to connect with people and, and network. And so from a business perspective, it's a great it's a great club to be a member of. But why do I stay is a much different reason. And it's really about the fellowship. It's about the opportunity to make a change in my community. And it's um, it's a different venue. It's a different um, ways to make a difference than yeah, I can get any other w- any other place that I could participate within within the community. We have lots of great service clubs. I'm a little partial to Rotary. <laughs> <laughs> and now, Jenny, what about you? Why are you specifically in Rotary? Well, initially it started for me as a a request from my workplace when I was getting a promotion. And so I went and explored what Rotary was all about. And the reason I have stayed is because I so identify with what Rotary is all about. We have this thing called the four-way test that so aligns with my personal values. Is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Does it build goodwill and better friendships? And is it beneficial to all concerned? And just that focus of service above self and that level of integrity with things is great for me. And like Jennifer, I love being involved in all the community things. And I so love, we have so many diverse people in our club mm-hmm. that have all different viewpoints on the 
world. And yet we all set those differences aside to come together to do something great for our communities. And I just think that's so important in today's world. Yeah, I'd like it if we applied those four questions to to a lot more things. But I think that's a podcast, a podcast <laughs> for a different day. And I guess something else uh, you didn't mention. And now, would you two know each other if it wasn't for Rotary Club? You guys might know each other through your work, but it seems like you guys are, I'll say, homies or whatever. And so, uh, <laughs> we are it, homies. It, it, you know, it's, 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 I, now, did you guys meet through the Rotary Club or, or was it somewhere else? I've got, you guys got me curious on that. I would say we've gotten to know each other well through the Rotary Club. So we would have met anyways, but um, I think the reason I consider Jennifer such a good friend is through our working together side by side through Rotary. I would agree. We, yeah. um, I see CU and my Michigan Health do a um, play safe fair every year with the for the youth in the community in in August, and so we definitely work together there. But I would I would agree that we have a much stronger friendship and a much stronger relationship because of Rotary. Yeah. So that's a definite perk. And now Rotary is not just here. It's also Rotary International. And, and Jennifer, we were talking about some really cool stuff about that before, you know, we hit record, I guess. Talk a little bit about this, you know, the step program in Rotary International and how unique and cool that is. Yeah, it was this, this week. In fact, we had students who came in who had participated in the step program and they came and talked about their experience. So step is short term exchange program, right? And so not only did they get to go to another country for a month and experience what that was and live with a family but they their family also hosted a, a student and they just talked about um, their, their experiences what they got to see uh, what they got to do and it's on a short-term uh, basis so that's probably more conducive for some students uh, on both sides of the things but but it was just really impactful for me to hear them talk about how their experiences really made a difference. And one student talked about how he was able to go back to where his family is from, like where they originated. And I thought, how cool. And it just really impressed me about what they were really making out of those experiences. Yes, they got to do the cool things and see the cool things, but they were really making those experiences into something that would be life-altering for them and how they see the world and now how they're going to be talking about those things for the rest of their lives. And we have a Rotarian who did the long-term exchange program, and he consistently tells us about what a an incredible experience that was. And then he further hosted students uh, since then and how each of those have been such um, great building blocks for him uh, personally as well as um, as he's continued his experience within Rotary and probably professionally as well. Yeah, you think about those experiences, how difficult they would be to come about if it wasn't for a group like Rotary International. And, and obviously today with, with social media and Facebook, things are a little bit different. But like you said, you guys have been doing this for so long. If you go back to you know, the 80s, 90s, that wouldn't be able to happen. It'd still be really weird finding, I guess, a family in China on Facebook and try, and try to come over and visit. And so it's so important to have those Rotary Connections International to make those things happen. Yeah, one of the other pieces that was great about our meeting this week uh, was we got to hear from our global scholars. So our district supports a global scholar um, every year. Like this is the first time we've had one on site again since COVID. Uh, but she, her Emanuela is her name, and she's a student at CMU, and she is uh, getting a master's in public health. And she's a pharmacist back in Nigeria. And it's fascinating the difference she is making in her community and, and the challenges they have with healthcare there and how her experience now here in 
in little central Michigan is going to make a global impact there. And that's something that all the Rotary Clubs in our district kind of get together to sponsor and make happen. So she'll be here for for the year or until she completes her master's degree. Yeah, and so there's just a few of the reasons of why it's so important to give to the Rotary Club and to raise money with the Rotary Club. Now talk of the auction, which is one of your guys' biggest fundraisers every year. We're still a month away or so, and tomorrow's actually, I guess we're recording this. Let me pull out my phone to make sure I get the date correct here. We're recording this on Wednesday, September 27th. Thursday, tomorrow is the big day for you guys to kind of go into the room and start sorting through everything. So the next time we come on, we will have a bunch of information about pretty much all the items that are going to be up for bid. But some of those big items, if you want to know about the safari trip, go listen to our recent podcast with Jennifer Marar talking all about her trip. But the Mackinac Island trip, I imagine, is going to be back. Is there going to be wine tours once again this year, Jenny? I believe so. All right, all right. And so there's some big items up for bid. There's also some small items we talked about last time. One of the really cool things is, you know, Bill's Custom Fab, I'm going to use for the example again because they're my friends. They're not going to give you a $50 gift certificate because they sell steel. You know, $50, they're going to get you a lot of steel these days. So they go out and they buy gift certificates from locally owned restaurants. And so with this auction, you don't just have people helping the, the Rotary Club. You also have people helping other businesses, other small businesses helping out each other. It's just a really, really cool thing. And what I want you guys to talk about how does this all come together? Because so I imagine, Jenny, you've got four or five people that you go to every year. Jennifer, you've probably got four or five people that you go to every year. Kathy Beebe's got like 30 at this point or yeah. some, something. At least like, 40. Yeah. <laughs> but We're like, thankful for Kathy. Yeah, kind of, kind of talk about that effort, though, from all the Rotarians. Yeah, well, for sure, this is an all-hands-on-deck event. So it takes every single member of our club doing their part and and for most of us, it includes uh, that we're out uh, talking to our local businesses and looking for donors and contacts that we know around the state, even for some. Uh, so we'll have probably some signed hockey pucks or things like that that will come in. Uh, and using those connections that we already have and um, the people in our community that care so much about our community and are generous to donate uh, to help provide the items for the auction. And then we have people that will help uh, load the items into the auction site and help come tomorrow night when we're, uh, so they've all been being collected here at the credit union and we have a big room full of items right now and we need to organize them. And uh, so we'll have people that will help with that or with item pickup or prepping for item pickup. When we know who the winning bidders are, we'll package everything together for those winning bidders. So when they come, it's all together and ready to go and they can just pick up their items items and go and ideally pay online so all they need to do is just come show us and we'll print their paid receipt and uh, get them their items so that they don't have to wait long yeah. and then we send of course thank you notes after so uh, one of the things we'd love for people to help with right now is just helping spread the word about the auction because we need the donors absolutely and that helps build the auction but nothing happens without bidders. Yeah. And if you're a business out there and you think, well, I, I don't know what I, you know, what I donate. I mentioned Bill's Custom Fab, but I believe we've donated advertising time before for local businesses and any item will do. I wrote down some random, there's been wooden toys and I'm talking from wooden handmade cars to wooden handmade puzzles. There's been handmade baskets on there, quilts that have been made by local people. There's going to be some CMU swag there donated from somebody in CMU. There's topsoil. You can go bid on topsoil that somebody throws out there. There's gravel sometimes. There are so many things. I've got a digital lock that I still need. Well, I 
I don't trust myself to put it on this. I still need my brother to put it in like, it, like it's his job. So I, got, I can't do it, and so I need him to do it. But I got a digital lock last year. from lock. There are so many random items. There's something for everybody on there. And with Bidding Owl, you guys have made it so easy for people to go bid on the items. Talk about that a little bit, Jennifer. Yeah, so if they've uh, been a member or they've participated with the auction before, they can click I forgot my password and they can just get their account activated again uh, or it's a real easy thing to set up uh, a password and, and username and they can just go in there and do that. Yep and like you said you bid you can link your credit card your debit card right to that or if you want to be old school you can still pay in cash if you come to ICCU the next day and I imagine you'll still take a call too for somebody to bid as well but it's a lot easier to do online or is the call gone now Jenny? We can still support phone support we will have it the at the tail end of the auction so the tuesday night the 24th from 5 to 9 p.m we will have phone support available if you need help i will say in the last couple years we really haven't gotten calls because it's so easy to use the online methodology but uh but we are here to help and if you if you need help you'll be able to call that auction number if you're trying to call it's going to be get real easy to get outbid I'm just, I'm just yes. going to put, because, you know, they call, you're going to go put in the bid for that person, but then somebody's going to see it online. They're going to be able to snap right back to it and outbid that item. Or they have a maximum bid set and it'll just happen oh, automatically because right. yeah. you can set an, a maximum bid. And we even have like a buy it now feature. If you're willing to pay 125% of what the value of said item is, you can and buy it now. I feel like we see that a lot with the gift cards and stuff like that, the buy it now feature. But yeah, if you want to guarantee yourself some of that CMU swag, the Red Wing stuff, there's something on there that you really, really want. And again, you bid up a little bit more. It's not like you're you're throwing the money away. You're giving it to Uncle Sam even. It's going to the Rotary Club, and it's going to help with something like eradicating polio, the STEP program, the international kids coming here, and our kids locally going out international too and getting those great experiences and all the great things you guys do in our community. And one of the last things I wanted to ask you guys, and you said you're not in the quote-unquote cycle right now, but grants from the Rotary Club are open to pretty much any nonprofit out there in the mid-Michigan area. Is that correct? Can you talk about that process a little bit maybe? Sure, that is correct. And we have three grant cycles every year, and uh, these go to support local nonprofits. And um, if it ends up being a district grant, it, it we can double our money sometimes because we the, the Rotary Club of Mount Pleasant will give, say, $3,000 to a project, which would be matched by our district. Um, and turn into $6,000 maybe for that nonprofit. So we're looking for nonprofits that have a specific mission and a specific use for the funds. And so on the application, they're going to need to tell us what they want the money for and how they're going to utilize it. And then if we do one of those district grants, they're going to get some sweat equity from Rotarians as well to help walk out whatever that project is. And so you don't want me going on there asking for $600 to... To help with, you know, Shepherd Elementary School, you want me going on there saying I've got a nonprofit that's working with local schools to make their playground equipment safer, and I need $600 to go fix this slide, to go fix this merry-go-round. And then you, you want it. us to come and help you do that yeah. because hey. that's and, really important. And there are going to be Rotarians who are involved in any kind of trade you can think of. And so if there's some type of expertise you need with a project, like I said, I'm going to be building that. There's going to be somebody there from a construction company that's going to that's going to know what's going on. Well, and Jenny's kind of going to most. We I, might not know exactly <laughs> everything that's going on, but we're certainly there and willing to help. Yeah, and well, so, and, was, <laughs> and, and with the right the wide variety of Rotarians, you know what I mean. No matter what you're doing, chances are there's going to be somebody 
somebody who's maybe even been involved in a project like that before, I guess. Or would know somebody. Yeah. Yep. All right. And so thank you guys so much for joining me. We'll chat again in a couple weeks, and we're really going to break down a ton of the items that are up for bid. We're going to maybe even ramble through the whole thing real quick, but we're going to take a lot of time talking about some of those really cool big-ticket items, and if there's something that maybe seems a little confusing, we're going to make sure it's not confusing for people. So, Jenny, Jennifer, thank you guys so much for joining me again. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mid-Michigan Matters. While you're here, feel free to browse earlier episodes or other podcast programs on our platform. Listen to what you will and spread the word. Thanks again for listening.